Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And good morning, Las Vegas. How are we doing today? Yay! Oh, Dave, <laughs> hi! Yes, sir. Back in the building, man. Oh, man. It's been a minute, man. It seems like I ain't seen you in months. <laughs> it's been a crazy couple of weeks, dude. Yeah, last week we was, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, you was gone. You was traveling. Yeah, it's been it's been wild, man. Everything is moving in the right direction. I want to thank everybody for tuning in on this Sunday morning. God bless you all. Yeah, thank you. We do appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on the Mark Oak Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas. We've got the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment for you. And I'll tell you what, Dave, what a seven or eight days of pro wrestling. Holy cow. Yikes. Holy, holy cow. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it was good stuff, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, Wrestle Dream was amazing. Some one bad thing about it, but we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. I'm sure there was more than one. I mean, one thing off top, CM Punk wasn't there. Oh, get over it. <laughs> Never. Jesus. Never. You may be getting your dose of CM Punk soon enough. I think I will. Maybe. I think I will. We'll see. But. Wrestle Dream was amazing. Of course, we had WWE Fastlane last night. Plus, Tony Khan was not being outdone yesterday on Collision either on Saturday night. He wasn't? He was not. Mm, I think he was. Let's, well, we'll take a look at the ratings. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. They weren't playing last night. They tried. We've got NXT coming up this week with Dynamite on Tuesday. A big war apparently coming up on Tuesday night. WWE is calling in the big guns, and I mean the big ones. You think they, you know, Dave, do you think that, um, you know, when they say, ah, they're not our competitors, you know, we're, you know, they're just a secondary company. Mm -hmm. Do you think they really believe that? Uh, I don't think competing like they're ever going to take the title. But um, I, I think when they say that, they don't, they're like, yeah, it's whatever. But, I mean, they're going to toy with them. They're going to poke with them. I mean, that's what, why not? It's wrestling. Let's go all-out warfare. Yeah, if you didn't see what's going to be going on Tuesday, and uh, there'll be a good way to open the segment. Um, AEW had to move Dynamite from Wednesday to Tuesday. And, of course, that is NXT's night. Mm -hmm. So they will be going head-to-head -head on Tuesday. Now, we had their little, all that little fun when Dynamite was on Tuesday nights. And Dynamite always beat NXT. Here are the lineups for these two shows. Before you break that down, didn't that didn't that happen this week too, where they went to head to head, or was that just? No. Or is that that's coming up? Okay, okay, it's coming up Tuesday. Hmm. Are you ready? Yes, sir. So AEW has put this this group together. Adam Copeland, the former Edge, taking on Luchasaurus, Chris Jericho against Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm -hmm. AEW Women's Championship, Soraya takes on Hikaru Shida. 
Hangman Adam Page against Switchblade Jay White, who will be challenging for the AEW World Championship at full gear. And Brian Danielson meets up with Swerve Strickland. Mm. Yeah, that's an action-packed card, right? There. That is an that is a fun card. Is it a pay-per-view? It could be. That, well. It's not a bad lineup. Yeah, not bad. Here's your lineup for NXT. Okay. Tell me if there's a few names on this that aren't typically on NXT. Are you ready? Gobbledygooker. No gobbledygooker. Okay. Cody Rhodes will be making a huge announcement. Cody's never been on NXT. Mm. Roxanne Perez against Asuka. So Asuka will be back on NXT. Butch, Ridge Holland, and Tyler Bate will be taking on Gallus in a pub rules match. So those guys will be continuing their feud from what happened at uh, NXT No Mercy last week. What's a pub rules match? It's like an Irish pub. Well, what are the rules in an Irish pub? There are no rules in an Irish pub. Uh, so no the only match. rule in an Irish pub match is after you're done, you'll have to drink beer. Oh, okay. Well, wouldn't you drink beer before you got started with this brawl? You could. I think that would it. You could it, be it, drinking it, beer I, during. Mm, <laughs> it could be a brew fest. Yeah, absolutely. All right, shout out to uh, them. <laughs> Braun Breaker will be taking on Carmelo Hayes. Of course, this is a rematch from um, NXT Standover back uh, around WrestleMania weekend. But there's a little bit of a twist. In the corner of Carmelo Hayes is none other than John Cena. Who? You've heard of that guy. Oh, yeah, John Cena. You know, you can't see me. Right, you heard of him. You ain't seen him, though. He is in Carmelo Hayes' corner. I don't even know if those guys have ever met. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And in the corner of Braun Breaker is Paul Heyman, the legendary manager. Oh, yeah. Leading the bloodline. Mm. The advocate. Mm. Yeah. I, now, has he ever worked with the... Uh, with uh, Braun Breaker Braun before? I think they had a stint back in uh, 83. <laughs> maybe it was his dad. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or his I, uncle. Well, are you looking for new talent, man? It makes sense. And there is a rumor that The Undertaker will also be popping in. He's going to be apparently going to be at the Performance Center on Tuesday. There was a commercial that had the bong at the end of it. The bong. And not the smoking bong. No, there wasn't smoking. No, not the smoking bong. The right. Undertaker's gong, bong, whatever you want to call it. So apparently the Undertaker may be making his first ever appearance on NXT as well. So you are adding Paul Heyman, John Cena, mm. Asuka, and Cody Rhodes, and the Undertaker to the NXT, which is WWE's developmental show. Yeah. Don't tell me. Okay. Don't tell me if you're WWE that you are not in competition. Please. I, again, I say WWE, that's the business. So why not just squash them? Like, let's end that form early, you know? Anything you can do, we can triple, quadruple, and do it way better. Is what WWE is saying. I mean, there's no way. That, I mean, now keep in mind, AEW they got some dope matches on that card. 
So, I mean, I would rather watch those matches than see all this, you know, I mean, Undertaker, come on. Yeah, what's he doing on NXT? <laughs> I don't know. He's just going to say something. He's probably going to walk out, just say something, roll his eyes back in his head and roll on out of town. Because the the, the other thing is is that you're not really going to follow this up on NXT. Like right. Cena and Heyman are getting into it because Cena's messing with the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that little portion of it makes sense. But this doesn't make what, – what, what is John Cena doing with Carmelo Hayes? Zero. They might be friends. I don't even think they're friends. Well, I, so storyline aspect of it, zero nothing. sense. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I mean, I don't know. We can't try to make sense. We know what it is. Why are you pulling Braun Breaker into the bloodline battle? Come on. So, uh, well, tell me this. Yeah. Because what, what am I hearing? Um, Adam Copeland came back. Was that Wednesday? No, he was at Wrestle Dream was when he made his first appearance. But then didn't he come uh, on TV? I mean, well, oh yeah, he was on Dynamite on Wednesday. We're going to talk about that. Okay, and there was no because I heard ratings was down. they were saying WWE beat. Well, there was a there was actually a reason that their ratings got screwed up because apparently Warner Brothers messed up and Warner Brothers Discovery messed up the time that they had put out to everybody of when Dynamite was going to be on. They listed it at four p.m. Mm. Instead of eight o'clock, so it completely screwed up the Nielsen ratings. I don't know. They they put a statement out about it. Well, you got to have some kind of reasoning. Somebody dropped the ball. Yeah, somebody dropped the ball. Warner Brothers Discovery did. Well, what time is this usually on? Eight. Well, I think that everybody they would put tune it on, in. They said at four. Yeah, so I guess. Well, I I don't know. But that screws the ratings up too when you put the wrong time out. Trust me, I, I know a little bit about this. You know a little something about this. I do something? know a little bit about this. All right, well. You know, like when we pulled a 7-2 for July. Yeah. We were number two in the market in the, the key mail demo. Yeah. Look at us. We need to get them women. Well, we'll work on it. Yeah, that's why I'm here. That voice. Oh, hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, tap in, tune in. That's unbelievable. <laughs> but, yeah, this is going to be, this will be a pretty interesting Tuesday night. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the, when the numbers come in, but I think WWE's going a little overboard. Yeah, it's, Just it, a little. It, it seems <laughs> it definitely seems like too much, like and it doesn't even make sense. So it's not like there's anything you really want to see, except we've seen Cena. I mean, we just saw him yesterday. So and Undertaker. I mean, what's he going to do? Yeah, on NXT, don't make no sense. It, it doesn't. It's just here we've we've got these uh, Christmas ornaments. They're really nice that we're going to put on our tree. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think, it, yeah, I think it, it's, if that was you and there's a competing show on Sunday mornings, 8 to 10, we're going to pull out the stops, even if we're squashing them like ants, which I don't recommend squashing ants because they're doing a good job out there for the earth. But uh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like we still going to well, give it our all. Why well, not? yeah, but, but we're going to do our normal show. You know, we're going to keep doing a really good show. Mm. But I'm not going to, like, all of a sudden – Go run out and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go get everybody in here in the studio that I possibly can and change the show up. Uh, You're changing the show. You're just bringing in your big guns. Yeah. Flexing. You're just flexing a little bit. I don't need to flex. Well, you don't. We, I mean, you're Mark Hope. We don't, we don't need to flex. We're good. Well, but that's what I'm saying. NXT's good anyway. So Annihilate them. <sighs> get them out of there. That's it's, it's just crazy. But so... A new Tuesday Night War 
and Tony Khan and Triple H are going to get into a little Donnybrook here. It should be fun. It is not a war. What did you just say? Omos just launched out 50 million missiles? No, not. That, that's not, a squash match. Not, no. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the world, man. Wrestling and uh, <laughs> business. That's all I do. Dave, you have lost your mind. I have. Oh, um, we should be, by the way, getting uh, our good friend from Cincinnati, Cage Side Seats, SB Nation. Uh, Rick Uccino is going to be joining us here, in a, hopefully in a little bit, as he was at Fastlane last night, dominating the press conference, by the way. Oh, yeah. He took dominated. Kind of like Mark at Wrestle Dream. You know, that was funny. I mean, we're you know, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Because that was um that was something to say the least. I was I got to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, you did, man. It I was did. Very, very inquisitive. I I enjoy watching it, man. I hear hear little Mark's voice back there. I was like, that's my guy. <laughs> Look at my guy go. <laughs> but but I will say this before we go to break. And normally I stay away from sound bites on the show because I don't want to run into any issues with copyrights. But at the WWE press conferences, they usually only get about like three questions in, mm-hmm. maybe four for each person that comes out. Yeah. Are you ready for this, Dave? Did you see it last night? No, I didn't watch the media okay. program. I got All home right. late. Okay. Brace yourself. Yeah, brace myself. <laughs> Here we go. Baby. Now, right now, you did an amazing job beating two of the biggest in the business, Charlotte Flair, of course, and Asuka. But there's someone making headlines outside of wrestling, Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's right. I brought her name into the room. I knew this would happen. Oh, okay. Completely. Could we see Taylor Swift in the WWE possibly going for your championship gold? That's right. You know Taylor Swift? I brought up Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah. You want to wrestle her? Want to wrestle Taylor Swift? What's the... what, what, what do, you... do you want to wrestle? Taylor Swift, possibly at WrestleMania what? in Philly. Oh, are you crazy? I'm a little, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, of course. Uh, you sh- yeah, that was what happened at the press conference last night. We got a caller. Caller, you're yeah, on the air. Know, yeah. Let's get him in here. Let's see who it is. <laughs> we got a caller. I'm, I'm sure that's uh, probably uh, probably Rick there. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> Let's get him on the air. Let's go. Man, let's be impromptu, man. That's what the people want to see. A little chaos, a little something. It could be, it could be Hulk Hogan. That, no, that, but, uh, but but seriously, dude. Yeah, Was you it? you asked Eo Sky mm-hmm. if she wants to wrestle Taylor Swift at WrestleMania with the limited amount of time that you have. <laughs> yeah. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, that was Rick. I, I don't know. I haven't answered yet because we're going to go to a No, no, break. I'm saying that clip was Rick. No, okay. that was not Rick. Oh, that was somebody else. That was somebody else. Okay, because I was about to go in, and I was like, he's a guest. I don't want to roast him this early, but uh, hey, he made it to the Mark Hoke show. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't hear no other questions being played, so. And I, <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll bring her in. That was, that yeah. was dumb. And then it's like Nostradamus. Well, Very dumb. It seemed like it got a good pop. <laughs> well, you know what? I think we need to get a good pop and take a break. And then when we <laughs> so when we come back, we are going to hear from Ricochino, who that was on the phone, by the way. Mm. So as soon as we wasn't come, Hulk Hogan. No, it was not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're going to hear from Ricochino. 
out of WLW in Cincinnati as he gave, will give us a live report of what happened at Fastlane and a whole lot more. So, guys, stick around here on the Mark Oak Show. David Difference, I'm Mark Oak. We'll be right back. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Coast Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. 1015 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here, live on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. I'm Mark Hoke. My cohort, David Difference. Hi, guys. Wow. Keep it low, man. Subdued. All right. Let's get our guest on the air because he was not subdued last night at the press conference. I don't see him. Is he in here? No, nah, we're he's on the phone. Ah, uh, he don't want to show that beautiful face. Huh? <laughs> That's all right. Let's get let's get him on here, Ricky Chino. How you doing, bud? Uh, I was gonna say the way I look right now. Yeah, I probably don't want to be on camera. <laughs> like, I got back in around two. I fell asleep at three. I oh. woke up at like seven because my daughter jumped into bed. So, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a little rough this morning, but uh, I'm at home alone with the with the boy at the moment, so he's jumping up and down on my lap, so I can't really be on a computer screen right now. Fair enough. So, how was Fastlane last night? Uh, it was fun. Uh, it was a really, really fun show. Really hot crowd. It's not Mommy Buddy. All right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he assumes any time I'm on the phone that uh, I'm talking to Mom. But, uh, no, really, really good show. And then a really, really interesting press conference afterwards. To say the least. To say the least. Well, of course, the the main title change was, of course, the uh, Undisputed Tag Team titles as Cody Rhodes and Jay Huso are now yeah. the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. Were you a little surprised that happened and they took the belts off the Judgment Day? I was, but you know, it's like it was one of those booking decisions. I didn't really, un- I didn't really understand it, or really didn't know to- know that I needed it until it happened. <laughs> um, you know, you you hear Cody and Jay, you know, talk about, you know, what it meant to them to to win those titles together uh, afterwards, and you know, both of them growing up in the business, both of them having Hall of Fame fathers. You know, uh, and another one of these just full circle moments. And this is something I brought up with Cody in the uh, in the media scrum the last time he won a, a 
tag team championship at WWE. He beat Jimmy and Jay nine years ago wow. uh, at uh, at Night of Champions in September of 2014. So now to come nine years later and he's winning tag team gold with Jay Uso as they have both now elevated themselves to main event level caliber performers, like this just worked. It was it, it, the, the crowd ate it up. Uh, and I think it, it set something up here for, for Damien because you saw last night he was pissed off. He didn't want to leave empty-handed. He had to be talked out of out of cashing in his briefcase because he could barely walk. And uh, I think maybe they might start heavily teasing more that Damien's going to be going after the World Heavyweight Championship now. But, hey, this gives something for, for Cody to do until they figure out what he's going to do at, at WrestleMania. Maybe they already know. What he's going to do at WrestleMania, whether it's going to be Roman Reigns, whether it's going to be, I don't know, dare I say CM Punk, you know, whatever it is, right? Whatever they end up being, this is a good spot for him and, and for Jay uh, to, you know, to be in right now. And I think it kind of puts those uh, that speculation to rest that Cody Rhodes is going to be the one that ends up going to SmackDown for Jay Uso. So going to be interesting to see who finally does complete that trade, even though I do think it's going to be Kevin Owens. Well, one thing that I thought of too was is that it weaves Cody back into the bloodline story. So Bobby, they so, did that, that. They did that when he when he orchestrated the whole entire trade. That was my thought process immediately. There, Mark, we're on the same page. Of he put himself right back into bloodline business. Those were his ulterior motives for getting Jay traded over to Monday Night Raw. And I'm like, okay, well now we we got our way for Cody to float back to the island of relevancy because he's been on this raft adrift at sea going further and further and further out. And uh, I thought that was the way to get him back in. But with the rock showing up now on television, I have no idea what the heck is going on. Yeah. I think they kind of want it that way too. Don't you think so, Dave? Yeah, I definitely, yeah, sure. I, I was trying to make sense of this whole thing, but yeah, now it makes sense. that like, he's back in the mix somehow. I don't understand the tag team, but or where they're going to go with it. But I mean, yeah, it makes sense, like you were saying, Rick, like why they um, brought him back into the mix of the bloodline. Yeah, well, another guy that got back in the mix and a guy that we've seen here a lot in Las Vegas on the indie scene is Carlito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The son, of, the son of the legend is back in the in the WWE. I'm guessing he's going to be part of the LWO, but Carlito was looking good and you know bailed out uh, Rey Mysterio and um, Santos Escobar last night when they were taking on uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. So Carlito's back. What do you think? Uh, I'm surprised it took this long because uh, he's reportedly been signed with WWE for quite some time. Uh, he, you know, canceled a lot of indie dates over the summer. And, uh, you know, Sean Rossaff from Fightful.com has said he's been signed for the longest time. And he, they, they just apparently didn't have anything for him to do. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, how coming off of you know the show in Puerto Rico do you have nothing for you can't think of anything for this man to do? Uh, I did think it was a little weird how they decided to bring him in mid match last night. That was a little confusing as to why they would go that direction. And uh, while it's nice that the LWO gets a win, I was a little—I don't know—I I, don't—I have mixed emotions about. Lashley's group eating an L like this this early into their tenure 
unless it's going to lead to a split between the Street Profits, in which case I was expecting Dawkins to take another pinfall loss here, and instead it was Montez Ford. So I'm, I'm a little confused about a lot of what they did last night, but yeah, Carlito's back. He got a huge pop. His new music is uh, controversial, but, uh, you know, I'm glad to see Carlito back. He's in fantastic shape. He looks great. I'm, I'm excited to see what they, they, they got cooking for him. Yeah, so we'll see what the future holds for Carlito as we move forward. Uh, Eo Sky defends the uh, WWE Women's Championship successfully against Asuka and Charlotte with a little help from Bailey. So your favorite EO Sky keeps it rolling. Uh, look, this, I was ecstatic, ecstatic when EO won this match. She needed this. Like I, they, the last, if you think about the last two Money in the Bank winners when they cashed in, uh, it was Nikki Ash and it was Liv Morgan, and both of them dropped the belt within like six weeks of winning it and really never sniffed the main event scene after it. And, you know, uh, before her injury, at least Liv stayed somewhat uh, relevant to where Nikki S.H., now Nikki Cross again, has not been able to get any momentum whatsoever, period, end of story. And she was having some of the best matches of her career during that stretch, uh, that four-week stretch that she had with Charlotte, where her entire story was, okay, I'm the champion now, but do I deserve it? And I'm like, well, if that's the story, you better freaking beat Charlotte at SummerSlam, and then she didn't. Um, so I'm sitting here, I'm going, what was the entire point of the Money in the Bank briefcase in the last two years if you're not going to elevate your your, your, your talent up? Um, thankfully, with the women's tag team titles, Liv Morgan uh, fared a little bit better. But uh, they really needed to come out strong with EO Sky with this WWE tag Hi, honey. Yes, I see. I see. <laughs> Give me a few minutes, okay? Yes. All right, honey. Give me a few minutes. All the kids. Um, yes, yes, yes. She's back from the store, and she has a new uh, blow-up Halloween cat, and she's uh, thrilled about it. <laughs> but um, uh, anywho, so they really needed to come out strong with Eosky's title run here to really kind of establish her and get her going. And they really – it's been slower than I would have liked because she has not felt like she has been the – the the sun that the rest of the SmackDown women's division revolves around, right? It's really been a collective effort, and she hasn't really been the main focus of the SmackDown women's division, not even of damage control. It's still Bailey. Like, Bailey is still, like, the main character of damage control, and I'm just sitting here and I'm going, okay, well, when is it going to be EO's time to, to shine? And I really did not want her to lose last night and, like, have it be over before it even really got going. But she had a great matchup with Asuka on SmackDown. Last night's triple threat was spectacular. She gets the win. And I have to agree with Triple H and what Triple H said. Bailey, to her credit, everybody wants to crap on her because she's lost 85% of her matches or whatever it is this year. Who cares? She is the MVP of the women's division. She is all about elevating others. And she has been the MVP of EO's title run you got to think back to the Money in the Bank cash-in where she ran 120 yards down the middle of Ford Field like she was blocking for Jameer Gibbs to open up EO <laughs> to cash in that Money in the Bank briefcase. And then last night lifted her up, providing the distraction, allowing EO to hit the moonsault and pin Charlotte Flair, which was a, a move I hoped they would do 
because the last time that Io Sky was in a triple threat match with Charlotte Flair, it was in NXT for the NXT Women's Championship where Io won that match, but she pinned Rhea Ripley to win the title. So she pinned Charlotte Flair here last night I, to hang on to the WWE Women's Championship. Uh, I thought Bailey's interference made sense. And uh, I, uh, hopefully it'll uh, shut up people like Michael Cole who just want to keep questioning Bailey's motives uh, as far as it comes with uh, damage control. Yeah, shame on Michael Cole. Shame. Dirty, shame. dirty in all, rat. In all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, though, Michael Cole has been getting a lot of flowers in recent months, and he deserves it. Like, he got, like, a standing ovation and a Michael Cole chant last night, as did Corey Graves. It was great to see. Wow, that's pretty awesome. And, well, Cole's been turned loose a little bit. Since uh, Vince kind of had to step back a little, so so it's been fun to see John Cena, LA Knight last night, and LA Knight got just a ton of love. And John Cena played Ricky Morton yesterday, taking the beating yeah. for LA Knight. The whole match that was kind of yeah. fun. I was I was digging that. So you're not a, you're not a Cena guy, Mark. <laughs> hey. Oh, I'm I'm a Cena guy. I just thought it was pretty neat that he got beat up. Oh, you like that. <laughs> So this was, this was it, if you have any questions about the trajectory that LA Knight is on, uh, don't have them anymore. Look at this match. This was a tag team match involving John Cena, and LA Knight got the John Cena treatment. LA Knight was the one that was on the outside waiting for the hot tag while John Cena got his ass beat. That is the opposite of how every John Cena tag team match has ever been booked Ever. It's all about the other talent building up the hot tag for John Cena. And last night, Cena paid it forward and did it for L.A. Knight. And look, you had, in a matter of minutes, Pat McAfee come out in Indianapolis, which the crowd lost their mind. John Cena came out, and the crowd lost their mind. And then L.A. Knight comes out, and the crowd did not lose an ounce of energy or uh, you know emotion whatsoever. They... They were just as much on their feet after a solid three or four minutes of cheering straight uh, for Cena and McAfee and then got back up on their feet right up equal levels with L.A. Knight. He gets a big win last night. Uh, John Cena puts over L.A. Knight in the, uh, in the post-media scrum afterwards. Uh, I, did, I did love L.A. Knight's answer when I asked him, like, are you able to kind of enjoy any of this in the moment? And he was very blunt. He said, no, uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, he's just – you know he's he's had those careers where he's always had to 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 fight back and push back and there's always been something that comes up so it's hard to really kind of enjoy things but uh you know he's he's trying to and he should enjoy this because this is one of those runs that doesn't happen very often it's happening more often now since Triple H took over as the uh chief content officer but uh he's 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 on a magical carpet ride at the moment and it it may lead him to Roman Reigns in uh, Saudi Arabia here in 4 weeks. There you go. And of course we're on with Ricky Chino from 700 WLW in Cincinnati, of course SB Nation Cage Side Seats, Believe Network. Just the man does it all. He really does. <laughs> it's it's unreal. I want to ask him about this one more match and then do you have time to stick around for another segment or yeah, sure, why not? Okay, uh, let's talk about the World Championship match with Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. These guys took a beating last night. and you know, But I, but I will say, I was, I was a little surprised Seth got to keep the title. I really thought quite a few times Shinsuke was going to win that match, which is a sign of a good match, I suppose. But are you a little surprised Seth walked out with it? I'm, I'm surprised 
Yeah, uh, and that's not to say that I thought Shinsuke was going to win the World Heavyweight Championship. I thought the second that they put this match in the main event that we were getting a title change. Uh, I I thought for sure Damian Priest was going to cash in last night, and it didn't happen, which was interesting. Um, Because this match has not been booked as the main event picture throughout the entirety of this feud. This has been the, this has been the match that has been on the nine o'clock, eight o'clock, eight thirty, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock segments. It's never been the main event segment. The main event segment on Monday night raw has always been Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, bloodline, Jey Uso, some, some mixture of those, combined talents in the main event scene. And then I'm looking at the card. I'm like, oh, well, John Cena's on it with LA Knight. They're the main event uh, spot over on, on SmackDown. So clearly one of those two matches is going to, is going to close the show. Not the world heavyweight championship should have closed the show. It's the major title on the, on, on the card, but just the way that they have set up the television the last few weeks, I thought it was odd that all of a sudden now Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins is, the main event and I'm going okay let me let me read the tea leaves here we're getting a title change we're getting something big uh, that's going to happen here and I also thought it was weird that initially they weren't going to do a post-media scrum and then like just a few days before the event I get an email saying hey we're going to do a post-media scrum and I'm like okay I thought something huge was going to happen to close the night it didn't happen um, so, you know, kudos to WWE. They, they sold me down a river on that one. <laughs> but uh, this has been the best work of Shinsuke Nakamura's career by far. You heard Triple H talk about that. Uh, you know, I had, I had a myriad. I had a list. Guys, I, I, when I tell you, I had a Christmas-level list of questions I wanted to ask Triple H last night, and I got one of them, and I, I, I chose the, the Edge question, obviously. But I would love to ask him about, the comments that he made about Shinsuke Nakamura, he says, hey, look, this is the Shinsuke Nakamura I've been wanting to see for years on the main roster. And I'm like, okay, well, why is it taking so long to get this Shinsuke Nakamura on, on, on the show? And uh, he's been doing his best work. It did feel like, it did feel like a now or never type situation with, uh, with him last night that if he wasn't going to win it, then he's not going to win it. Um, Man, he should. I, feel, I felt like he should have wanted it payback personally, and then he could have lost it back last night. But uh, regardless, Seth Rollins keeps putting on banger performances. Nakamura's doing the best work of his life right now, and he's still got Damian Priest hanging out there somewhere, and he doesn't have the tag team title program to keep him busy anymore. So the world heavyweight title picture is uh, is interesting right now. No doubt. All right, we're going to step back, take a break, and we come back, we're going to have a little bit more with Ricky Chino. Of course, my buddy David Difference hanging out in here too. And we're going to ask about that press conference because, holy cow, that was unbelievable. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back with more on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDOM 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. We'll be right back. If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to UniqueEatsLV.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 
1015 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we return to The Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 1015 FM Talk of Las Vegas. I'm Mark Hoke, David Difference, and uh, joined by Ricky Chino out of Cincinnati, who was at Fastlane last night. And Rick, before I let you roll, I wanted to ask you about that press conference. You got to fire a few things in there, but that was just weird last night. I, I don't know any other way to describe it. That was a strange press conference. It, it was a, uh, there was a weird energy uh, in the room last night. That's, that's for sure. And to, to be fair, there were, uh, you know, there were a lot of people in that room who were making their, uh, as far as I know anyway, who were making their WWE press conference debuts uh, as far as media members, uh, local media and, you know, some of the national ones too. Like these, I know these press conferences, they get a lot of flack sometimes. And like, I think people need to take a step back. Remember that these have not been going on for very long. And a lot of people and wrestling media really honestly has just really started to bloom in the last few years. And there it's, you know, not, not everybody has the experience. There are varying experience levels. Not all of them have been journalists in other aspects before. So uh, some people are going to be nervous. Some people are going to ask bad questions. They're learning. They, they got to get their reps in. These have not been going. It's all new. It's all a learning process for everybody. And wrestling is such a, is such a weird, such a weird game, man. Like, are the people up there going to be in character? Are they not going to be in character? Like, the, whoever asks that first question, like, really, really sets the tone uh, for how the rest of that is, is going to go. Um, you know, I remember, what, what event was I at? Uh, I want to say SummerSlam. I think it was SummerSlam. Uh, Rey Mysterio was out there, and the first question that he got was, was like, in character and about the storyline, and it's like he was in character as Rey Mysterio the rest of the, the, rest of the press conference. And I'm like, okay, well, then I'm going to put my hand down. You know, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, it's their prerogative. If they want to stay in character, that's great. I prefer to talk to the, the real person themselves. That's just me. Uh, I, I, like to, I like to dive into the inside baseball part of things. Uh, so it's, it's, it's weird. You really got to play it by ear. Uh, and I think just last night there was a lot of an experience that was on full display, uh, which is why I, I, I raised my hand a lot last night. Well, and we appreciated that. Well, Rick, (laughs) tell everybody where they can find you, buddy, and, you know, check out everything you're doing. Yeah. Uh, one-stop shop at Rick Uchino. That is R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. That is on the X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can also follow me there on Instagram and on threads. If anybody's still using threads, I'm still hoping that takes off one day. Uh, but again, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. That's where you find all my work, whether it's covering WWE, AEW, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, my, the local radio stuff I do for 700 WLW in Cincinnati. Uh, it's all there. And I'm also working on a cookbook right now, so you'll, you'll get some food porn every, every once in a while. Nice. Very nice. All right, Rick. Well, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it for giving us a live perspective from <laughs> WWE Fastlane last night. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right. Take care, guys. Appreciate you. Go Bengals. <laughs> you got it. There you go, Ricky Chino. Yeah, that was a strange night was that the craziest question <laughs> that was asked about taylor swift that was an odd one yeah what is, do you think that was a bad question oh it's a terrible question keeping now in mind. now now here's the thing here's the thing i'll mm-hmm. give the guy credit 
I did a search on that this morning. Trending. I wouldn't say trending, but, but it's it's, it's up it's there. Around. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, we still got to understand that wrestling is entertainment, right? Right. And as media, we're a part of that as well. And if you want to stand out and, like, be a part of the show. and But you know, I mean, because you're there, it's awkward. Is like, do I ask him about this or do I ask him about this? Do we stay, you know, I don't want to ask him something over the line because I may not be invited back. Um, you know, are we hard-hitting journalists or are we just giving them, you know, softballs? So, I mean, but you've got to have fun with it. I guess. Yeah, it's it is it's very tricky. You know, when we start talking about Wrestle Dream and you know my experience out there, yeah, you know, I I kind of bounce. It was like Rick said, I kind of bounce back and forth. You know, when I when I talk, ask Christian about, um, you know his his friend showed up, mm. he went straight pro wrestler on that. I mean, there, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But then when you, you know, you ask Tony Khan a question, you get a business question. And yeah, it, it's, it, it is very interesting because, you know, when I've done interviews in the past, you know, you're, you're talking to a person about a sub, you know, a certain subject. You're, when you're talking to a wrestler, you're kind of talking to a fictitious character to a point. Yeah. There's that line. It's like it, it but it, it, it you cross it often back and forth. It's like yeah, it's, okay, now we're talking storyline. Now we're talking real you. Yeah, I mean that's something that like when we do interviews here on the show, mm-hmm. you, you boy, you, you really have to kind of get that character stuff in, but then you also want to get to know the person too. So it's it's tricky. It is yeah, tricky, and then you're yeah. always thinking of who's listening and how they're receiving it, so that like that casual fan may want the character. You know that the intense fan may want the behind the scenes, so you're trying to tailor it for everybody. It's and like, yeah, it's a different, I, it's a different bag. I'm not Taylor Swifting it though. Nah, <laughs> not not a chance. But you know, Fastlane was very interesting last night. We'll get to talk a little bit more about it in the in the second hour. But I'm I'm very curious to see where Seth Rollins goes from here and where Shinsuke goes from here. You know, that was that was a great match last night. I don't know if you got to see it or not. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Shinsuke. That performance last night was incredible. He showed why he's one of the best in the world. And I I hate to say it to Seth, but I wish he would have won. Yeah. I really do. Oh, me too. I was I was waiting for it. You know, I, um Shinsuke is the guy. When he came over, I mean from NXT, I didn't see his stuff before that, but NXT then like doing my history is like he's the guy. He just never got that opportunity, you know, and I think that Last night he showcased like who he is. Yeah, so we'll see if maybe maybe they'll keep it going. They got. I mean, with that back injury, you would assume uh, Rollins got to retire soon. As much as they was putting on that back injury, oh, like, they, let that go. They got to do something about that because <laughs> you, know, you can't keep getting beat up on your back for months and months and months. It'd be silly. So right. All right. Well, hey, we've got a whole lot more coming up in hour number two. We're going to be talking about what happened at Wrestle Dream. We're going to be talking about what happened at AEW Collision. We're going to be talking about the punkster. My guy. Your guy, David Difference. So stick around. We've got a whole lot more on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Stick around for hour two. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. 
And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.